The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Eric Saint Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. The losing streak continues with, uh, I mean, I I think the start of the issue is the fact that there's water available for the dogs to drink on the overnight. O'Neill and Daisy are downstairs in the main part of the house. Too frequently, the dogs use the living room for the toilet. I let them out just before we go to bed. And then I wake up in the morning. Oh, awesome. Great way to start the day. Bust out the Bissell. Sometimes they'll take a dump in the NFK's room. Not his bedroom. But his, uh, where he watches TV. So I got to get that shit cleaned up before he gets in there. I don't want to hear, hey, there's poo-poo in here. And uh, the thing is, you got to you gotta clean it for him. You don't want him cleaning that. Because his hands, you know, it's basically asking an Alaskan king crab to pick up a pile of shit because his hands are a lobster. His hands, you know, it's basically like lobster claws. That's That's how they... That's how the hands function. So I'm like, uh, I got it. I'll take care of it, buddy. No big deal. So I had to get that done before I woke up. And then uh, yeah, carpet clean. Jesus, what's going on here? Really annoying. All, all part of the whole idea that whoever is the asshole who decided to put carpeting in homes and make it a thing, it's a huge mistake. Don't ever do that. If you're if you're buying a home, don't put carpeting down. Go with floor that's easily cleaned. You know, I suggest some type of uh, waterproof laminate from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet, in fact. Because you just can't go wrong with that. Otherwise, you're basically um, living... Uh, in a place where the dogs take a dump and you, you think, oh, well, I got the, I got the Bissell. It, it's not getting it all out. It's just not. It's horrific. If you have pets, no carpet. It should be some type of builder law. Anyway, that's what uh, kind of unfolded to start the day. Not a great way to start the day because, um, well, you know, Sometimes the queen of the of the forest puts in a big food order for the day. And uh, so before I go down there and notice that beautiful surprise, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful poop, Eric. Beautiful poop, big fraud. 
uh, Dana says, okay, um, so just throw my salad bag in the, it's a little bag, you know, pre-made salad, that in there, that's fine, and an orange and uh, yogurt. Okay, no problem. Easy. Oh, and I'd like a smoothie. Now, I can only remember like three things at once. I'm pushing the limits of my brain with salad bag, yogurt, orange. I go, what do you want on the smoothie? Now, I've committed it to memory this second, like because I made it. You know, there's a connection there. But she throws all this at me. Okay, you got to have one cup of orange juice, a half cup of almond milk, a banana, three quarters of a cup of vanilla sugar-free yogurt, Greek yogurt, a scoop of collagen supplement, which I think is ground up fingernails and hair. And, uh, chia seeds. I mean, how the fuck am I going to, I remember it now. Cause I made it, like I said, but I was like, that's impossible. There's, there's no way I'm. She's got an early day departure today. So there I am. I haven't even put anything into the stupid Vitamix to make this all happen. And by the way, if you don't have one of these, you got to get one of these. Absolutely. Uh-oh. Wait, hang on. Oh, no. I made it worse. Fucking shit. Fuck it. it. That was weird. The uh, V8 motor on the thing. Oh, and ice. You got to put ice in there too. It just, oh my God, you could put that. A Vitamix is a terrific way if you wanted to dispose of a body. It might take you a little time because it's not that big, but you know, uh, you, if you, you could put anything in that thing and it's going to make a smoothie out of it. I'll bet you... That if Jeffrey Dahmer had a Vitamix during his reign of terror, he would have Vitamixed uh, victims. That might be the grossest thing that I've ever said in quite some time. All right. So get all that done. Good to go. Feel good. Send her off into the world. I'm so glad you all are here, ladies and gentlemen. From the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. I was just sent this, and I think I think this is funny. Uh, the one that I already looked at, I thought it was funny. A collection of Chinese spy balloon memes. Video check. Oh, that's not a video. It's just so you can see it. Um, thank you to Tyler for sending this along. The Chinese spy balloon just sent back its first pics from Missouri. You got dude and his wife throwing shit up 
Red Solo cups littered all over the over the yard. Beer bottles flying up at it. This one. Someone took a actual white balloon and attached a container you put Chinese food into to the white balloon. Phone apps buy on us 24 hours a day, recording every single aspect of our lives. People see a stupid balloon and everybody loses their mind with... Heath Ledger as a joker. That's all true. That's all true. Uh, Very large woman on skinny man's shoulders. Weather balloon memes for her. My news feed for him. Someone has a balloon shaped uh, the same way, looking like a pinata. Oh, no, now Mexico. Uh, Tyler says, oh, that's sent weird. There was a specific one I was trying to send, LOL. I think I know which one it was. And uh, I don't know if it shows up here, but I'll describe it if not. It was a picture of the balloon. And uh, here it is. And uh, written on the on the balloon, it says, "Weather baroon, totally not for spying." Like it's spray painted on it. Weather baroon, totally not for spying. That one is the winner, in my opinion. The, uh, I will link these up, and you can uh, uh, check them all out on your own. There's a lot. There is a lot of them to process. Some funnier than others. But thank you, Tyler, for sending it along. Uh, We have our own picture sent from an Eric Zancho podcast listener that I want to share with you. Dr. Jim, who lives in South Carolina. Dr. Jim writes... Damn, I'm sorry I missed the live podcast today. I could I could have given you a first-hand account. The balloon literally flew directly above my house. I took a picture with my 500 millimeter zoom. This is the picture of what uh, Dr. Jim took. That is his own picture. There's the exhaust probably from the fighter jet. He goes on to say about 10 minutes after I took this, we hear a giant boom that shook the house. Went back outside and watched that bitch come down. That is awesome. Thank you, Dr. Jim. I feel like the Zenith is about to blow again. Hold on. Listen. Check, check, test. Hmm. Well, anyway, uh, busy, busy uh, day today in the Eric Zancho podcast household. If you're planning on going out for a bite to eat and you are in the area of Hudsonville, Michigan, you need to know that today the world's most gifted kitchen assistant will be in attendance at Bosco's Pub. 
Uh, they open at four. Come see me. I'll come see you. We'll make you some fantastic food. You haven't had a burger until you've had a Bosco's burger. Oh my God. So head over there today. I will be there again, open at 4 PM. And I'd love to see you. If you come on out and you're in the dining area, I mentioned to your server, where's Eric Zane. I got to see Eric Zane. I'm going to come out and I'm going to talk to you about the burger that I made for you. Partially. Okay. So welcome in. Don't forget. The show happens each and every uh, day of the work week on Twitch. In the entire thing, beginning to end on Twitch. Uh, Part of it, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The way I do it is, if you're watching on those platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I now got to send you on your way. If you want the full show, happens every morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time. You got to go to Twitch twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live follow the page subscribe to it with Amazon Prime or uh, you can throw a few bucks at it each month that's up to you if not that's totally fine Uh, you get it free you just have to sit through some ads in the middle of the show twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live or download the twitch app okay Download the Twitch app and then hit the uh, magnifying glass at the bottom after you download it and search Eric Zane live. All one word and there I am. You can uh, get the show as it happens live and enjoy it in real time. You can even darken the screen. It's all good. And run it through your uh, radio and your vehicle, through your Bluetooth, whatever, whatever uh, you have going on there. That's fine. Or maybe the earbuds. That's cool too. That's all live. If you want the audio podcast, After I'm done, I make the audio available for you on all of the platforms. You can easily find it. Just search Eric Zane Show Podcast on any platform that you uh, like to engage with. And off you go. Thank you so much. As always, if you want to reach out, send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. On the Shoreliners Striping inbox. Shoreliners Striping. They stripe parking lots. They stripe your workplace. They do a whole lot more, too. Uh, more information, shorelinersstriping.com. So with that, enjoy the day. Send those folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube on their way. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And of course, uh, you can also follow me on YouTube, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Twitter is at Eric Zane Show. Facebook is facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Follow all those. That helps me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is probably going to make you sick. If I didn't already make you sick, uh, talking about O'Neill and the dogs doing their business inside of my home. Eighteen-year-old Juliette Lamour from Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. She just turned eighteen, like a day before, or something like that. All right. Grandpa said, "Here's a lucky five bucks. 
go out and buy a lottery ticket. And she said, I'm sorry, Grandpa. There's no doubt that this would be fun. But I'm not going to do it, eh? And he's like, you know, enough with your stories. Go out and buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, you know where this is going. She's become the youngest person in lottery history, Canadian lottery history, to hit it. First play, day after she's legal, allowed to buy, play the lottery, 18 and over. She won $48 million. Now, I think $48 million Canadian equals to be about 100 bucks U.S., no, that's not true. Uh, but I am curious. Canadian to U.S. dollars. One Canadian dollar equals 74 U.S. pennies. But 48 million. Okay, 48. One, two, three, zeros. One, two, is... $35,740,560. Still a pretty good payout. Holy shit. Um, yeah. While there have been other 18-year-old lottery winners across Canada in recent years, no one has won as much as Juliet. According to the uh, Ontario Lottery and Gaming Corporation, According to Juliet, when she turned 18, that's exactly what happened. Grandpa said, all right, go buy a lottery ticket. Um, the only clue, she had no idea. The only problem, she had no clue what she was doing. Quote, I just turned 18. Grandpa, grandpa suggested I buy a lottery ticket for fun. Juliet explained during a winter celebration at the lottery headquarters in Sault Ste. Marie. When I went to the store, when I went to the store, I wasn't sure what to ask for because I had never bought a ticket before. So I called my dad who told me to buy a Lotto 6 slash 49 quick pick. Still can't believe it. I hit the gold ball jackpot on my very first lottery ticket. Mike Ball sent me the story. He said she'll be broke by 21. I don't think so. A lot of uh, the stars are aligning in a majestic way. If she's one of these people who is broke by 21 and ends up throwing herself into traffic and everybody, because everybody hates her, uh, it, it'll be a, it'll be a miracle, frankly, because she's got it, uh, infrastructure set up to keep this from happening. I don't think she's an R word. Nor is her father. I'll get to that in a second. She had no clue she won. She forgot about the ticket until news about the ticket started to spread about the winning one being sold where she lives. So she's like, oh, you know, that's funny. I bought a ticket. I'm in that city. 
coworkers said, well, you know what? I can just pull up the app if you have the ticket. Well, he scanned the ticket. And the words, big winner, no don't, showed up. My colleague fell to his knees in disbelief. He was yelling. In fact, everyone was yelling that I won $48 million. Now, if I'm her, I'm like, well, how do you know? I mean, obviously, obviously this person had played before, but realized that that meant one thing and one thing only. And she's like, well, huh? She writes, I didn't understand. Or she says, I didn't understand what was going on at first. I couldn't process this news. We kind of made a scene in the store at work that day. So God knows what she was doing. You're 18 years old. It's probably just an entry-level position to whatever she's doing. Um, imagine that. Then when she started to grasp what was happening, she did what any 18-year-old girl should do. Go hysterical. She called mom and dad. She called them, but was so overjoyed, they couldn't really understand what she was saying. It didn't make sense. So, I mean, like for me, I speak fairly well, uh, crying loved one uh, interpretation. Like if I have a scenario where a family member is freaking out and screaming at me and crying, I can usually pull that off. Hello? Yeah, hi, Maddie. This is what it would sound like if Madison won the lottery today. This I'd have to interpret it. Well, what's up? You, you sound like you're upset. Oh, you won the lottery? $48 million? Okay. Okay, I was able to gather out of that something about your mother is upset because your DS case is missing and you can't find it anymore? Every time I hear this, it's like the first time. I can't believe I was able to interpret it, and I'm the one doing it. Uh-huh. Huh. Uh-huh. So I'm guessing that it'll probably turn up you know, over time, it's probably just can't find it right now because you're rushing looking for it. Do you think it's gone forever? <laughs> no, I don't think so, baby. We'll find it. I promise you. Me too. I want to find it too, but I, I'm. It might. It might take a little looking. This is the same reaction nowadays to anything. Okay, well, it sounds like you're having a rough start to your day. I'm sorry. Okay, I love you. I love it. I'm sorry. Love you too. All right. Sure, it'll be okay. Then she gets pissed because I don't uh, answer her question. But talk to mommy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, can you put mommy on? Hello. <laughs> Wow. Wow. We, we we recorded that. It's awesome. Oh, yay. <laughs> so that no doubt 
is what the mom and dad had to put up with, except it wasn't over a lost DS case. No, that chick is pocketing 48 milli. Juliet says, because I was crying, happy tears, of course. My mom couldn't understand what was going on. Thankfully, my dad, see, was able to piece together that I won the lottery jackpot. We have that ability. Fathers, you can interpret, uh, you can interpret crying uh, daughter. I knew I couldn't focus on work and my boss told me I could go home. But my mom wanted me to stay and finish my shift. Oh. What? My colleagues called out, come and get her. And my parents eventually came to pick me up. Remember what I said? (laughs) Holy shit. Chris says, that's a lot of moose steaks and fiddleheads. I'm not sure what a fiddlehead is, but it sounds funny. This is where the stars are aligning. That might make it so she doesn't blow it all. Her dad is a financial planner. Now, I don't think really you need any type of uh, extensive acumen to be able to figure out the rest of this young woman's life financially. If you even took uh, one million out and sock the rest away. Hell, even in a, uh, a very safe type of investment, it would make money hand over fist. Hell, you could just stuff it all in a simple savings account and make money hand over fist. It's ridiculous. Uh, he's a financial planner and says most of the money will be put away and saved for later. Well, maybe you say, dad, this could be the one fly in the ointment because you know, it's not your money. It's hers. She could uh, lose her mind and spend it all by 21. According to Mike Ball, maybe I hope this isn't a case of him saying I've decided that she will save her money. He has no say. According to the article, it says this will not change her life entirely. I think she'll be fine. Um, She has said she is still going to pursue her dream of becoming a physician. Now, when it comes to becoming a doctor, I know a p- couple of people who are just finishing up. Um, in fact, my uh, young niece, her husband, uh, not, uh, young, he's, she's like 30. Uh, her husband uh, just started his uh, practice last year. Uh, you know, you're looking at if you really grind it out, 34 years old about the average that a physician starts to actually work. Okay. 
fuck that. What the fuck? She wants to become a doctor and but says, and now I won't have to worry about grants or loans to pay off. Do you realize how hard it is and how driven you have to be to be a physician? So we're talking uh, about 16 years of bachelor, graduate, med school, residency. I mean, it's intense. The only people that become doctors are the brightest and most driven people on the planet. You got to be a real driven son of a bitch to be able to finish uh, your all your uh, education in high school and then start the process of being a doctor. Oh, my God. It's so fucked up. And it has to be, you know? You, you, you want a, a, a rigorous protocol in place to just lean on these people. I mean, there are people that uh, become Navy SEALs. That are like, oh man, I worked my ass off. Could have been worse though. I could have become a doctor. These are people who sit in like 33 degree water for like four weeks at a time without food or water or anything. They just sit there and they get out and they go, ah, this was hard, but it's nothing like becoming a doctor. And here she is. She's thinking she's going to be driven to become a doctor when just by doing nothing she's making millions of dollars a year i say she makes it one third of one semester before she starts traveling to faraway lands sampling all different styles of dick that's what's gonna happen that's what should happen i don't want a person who's becoming a doctor who has $48 million out of the gate. I want someone who's working towards a goal who just, I want someone accumulating that type of debt because it's like life or death in order for them to uh, win the battle of all that education and, uh, and work. I don't want someone who's already sitting on $48 million becoming a physician fuck that she shouldn't be allowed to go sam the jew says my sister-in-law and her fiance are both physicians yeah you know these people make great money and they need that money to live like someone who is a kitchen assistant at bosco's okay you accumulate $3 million in debt. Well, yeah, starting pay should be like $600,000 a year. By the time you're like six weeks from retirement, you finish paying off your debt. My God. Sam says also the dad is going to make bank on her. Well, yeah, if he, if she allows him to, uh, foster the money like that. So I don't know, man. Jimmy 
makes the comment she'll be stripping and hooked on crack next year i don't know about that so i really am discouraging this chick from trying to become a doctor uh she uh it's the article says as a member of the garden river first nation community um i think that would be indigenous right Uh, She writes, I was eligible for educational assistance programs, but I no longer need those resources, which means someone else in the community can benefit from that funding. I really want to come back to this area as a doctor so I can give back to my community, she said. Now, if they frame those words, she might be able to focus on them a little bit. But in a couple of days, she will have forgotten that she said that. Because, you know. She's got $48 million. The 18-year-old also said she's going to finish school for the semester, and then her and her parents will pick a continent and go travel. But she says she'll always remain humble. Maybe. While I am so excited about the opportunities that lie ahead, I feel comfortable knowing I am surrounded by the grounding love of my family. They will be with me on every step of this incredible journey, Juliet said. Okay. You can't say any of these nice words because money destroys people's brains. You have to begin to grasp that you have taken the first step to insanity. You're not going to be grounded. You're not going to be humble. You're not going to give back to the community. You're not going to be a doctor. You're going to be a filthy, rich, whatever. Traveler? I don't know. I don't even want to say something negative. Uh, Well, that already is negative, but like Jimmy said. But seriously, don't worry about the humbleness. No one gives a shit about that. No one wants you to become a doctor. Just go out there and spend your cash and put it back into the world. That's your job. Okay? Don't even donate any of it to anybody. Fuck them. They can make their own money. This is ridiculous. All right. Um, Amanda says, healthcare is free in Canada, so how do they treat the doctors? She also says she's Canadian. They're different. Kyle writes, if you're a Canadian, why not become a dentist and help hockey players with their teeth? Maybe. Good one. Ayo! Okay. Boy, but incredible. 18 years old. Holy shit. Fucking terrible. Pisses me off. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, since I'm not going to be winning the lottery, uh, I would love it if you'd sign up for my Patreon. Ad-free, listener-supported Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Fancy way of a paywall. Saying a paywall. It's only fans with no porno. I do a bonus podcast every day during the work week as an extension of this one. So we finish up. 
set him up, knock him down. More podcasting later on. In addition to that, the Lost Zane recordings, which I think on the most recent episode, uh, according to Chris, I introduced the audience on the radio back in April of 2017. I opened the show talking about the times at the mobile home of rock and roll with Cecil, the character that you hear often on Who Are These Zanes on Patreon. Uh, We also have Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia, which we're playing today. Chris K. is taking on Dale. That should be fun. The Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show, which I create right here, and uh, it's played on the radio on Northern Michigan's Q100. You get it without commercials and before it even airs. Um, The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. And then, of course, who are these Zanes, like I mentioned? All there for you, patreon.com slash Eric Zane for just five or ten bucks a month. Five is all the audio, ten audio, video, live streams. Just try it for one month. Five or ten, one month. If you like it, convert it to a yearly and I will take 10% off of the cost. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And if you are paying month to month, I mean... It's money. Uh, if you can uh, scrape together the amount for a year, which is either 54 or 108 bucks, you're saving yourselves six or 12 bucks, respectively. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and live stream of this very podcast brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Love it. Get your mortgage. Interest rates have not gone up now in four months. The Fed is trying to raise them. The Fed is trying to curtail spending by the American public by raising the interest rate a quarter here, a quarter there. And that's on a broad uh, um, level, like it's affecting credit card rates, things like that. Interest rates have been uh, holding fast, though, for a home loan. And it uh, won't be long before they start to plummet down. Um, you can still get a 15-year fix, though, for about 53 5.4. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. That's the way to go. Um, scrimp and scrape and come up, uh, save, scrimp and save and come up with the amount to get a 15-year fix. That way you are not uh, paying so much in interest over a 30 and you get that thing paid off in a much more reasonable amount of time, for God's sake. Reach out to Mario, NMLS number 3035 for details. Anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, South Carolina, 231-332-6505. Kent County Health Department. Reach out to them when it comes to immunizations for the little ones. Measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis. Uh, The uh, cervical cancer vaccine, Gardasil. Or if you're traveling abroad, make sure you check with the health department as to what vaccines, if any, you may need if traveling, especially South uh, South America. There's probably something you should uh, get a vaccine for. I'm not talking COVID right now. I'm talking about all those other things that are very, very important that for some reason people have uh, stopped getting vaccinated, some people. If that's you, get it done and you can get it done for your little ones for little or no cost. Reach out to the Kent County Health Department 
today. Their website, accesskent.com slash health. Thank you to them. It's funny. Occasionally, uh, things that I'm experiencing line up, and then I find out about it from another source, even after I've experienced it myself. I've noticed that around the house here, that if for any amount of time I don't have my shoes on, my plantar fasciitis starts to hurt, especially the left foot. Not good. Now, I wear these slippers, and that is a mistake. I know that if I put the slippers on for any amount of time, in short order, I'll be limping. The other day, this pops up in my feed. Pandemic foot. And I'm like, wait. Because I had figured this out on my own that I need to have shoes on. Specifically, my hokas. If I have the hokas on, not a problem in the world. If I wear the uh, uh, Chuck Taylors, that's a problem. They must be a decent pair of shoes. If I have the Chuck Taylors on, pandemic foot starts. And then I got to put my foot in my stupid sling that Mike Ball purchased for your old pal Eric Zane. And uh, that's, that's what's happening. Podiatrists across uh, around the world have um, called it pandemic foot, rising in foot injuries and trauma since the pan, uh, pandemic began. The most common foot and ankle problems, everything from painful, neglected, ingrown toenails. I don't know why that would happen to various biomechanical disorders exacerbated with minimal weight-bearing activities. One such cause might simply be from not wearing shoes. Exactly what I already knew. As many people transition from going outside every day to working from home, walking barefoot become has become a new norm for some. A lack of shoe support increases the risk of overuse injuries such as plantar fasciitis, which I have had on and off. Since I was 26 years old, often causes pain in the heel of the foot. Limited shoe support also triggers structural changes to the feet, which may aggravate problems for some people, such as bunions. Walking around the home barefoot magnifies the chance of stubbing a vulnerable toe on a piece of furniture. That might be the most painful thing ever. Fuck. Or tripping awkwardly over a pet, potentially leading to an increase in toe and foot fractures. Fucking dog, get out of the way. So the idea is wear more supportive footwear. Strengthen your feet. Check out the exercise called foot doming, which sounds dirty. Roll your foot toes over a rubber ball, point and flex your feet, and don't forget to stretch the back of your calf Achilles. Foot doming, what the hell is that? I don't know. I don't want to sit through the ad. All right. So that's you. Now, you know, Nick says, Nick at the arena says Chuck Taylor, most uncomfortable shoes made. Oh yeah. 
You might as well just strap a, a piece of plywood to your foot. Blue State Rob says, are you getting aroused with all the foot talk? A little. A little. Uh, Blue State Rob, I, I, I'm I, sure you wear the hokas while you are at your job loading those trucks. Oh, my God. You would need that. Chucks are great for lifting. That's about it. Oh, like uh, maybe like deadlifts or squats or something like that. Is that, is that right? I didn't know that. All right. Now, man, I um the Hoka's were a game changer for me. Um, with my plantar. Hoka's and the um sock, the Strasbourg sock that I've talked about. I actually don't if I wear if I go running in the Hoka's, um, I may need the uh, uh foot sock on the overnight for at least a little bit. But not exactly, not in like last night, yesterday I ran, uh, wasn't a ton of mileage, but I did run and I didn't need to put my foot in the sling. But if I wear the Chuck Taylors all day, there is no doubt I got to put my foot in the sling. One day I had my, uh, I wore my Chucks to Bosco's on my feet. And by the end of that, I was done. I'm like limping around. But if I wear the hoax, it's like, you know, I'm 18 years old. It's incredible. Wear your shoes, people. You ever go to someone's house and they say, take your shoes off. I'm like, fuck, do I have to? Can't I just wipe my feet? Jackie did that the other day. She goes, oh my God, I can't believe you're walking around in my house with your shoes on. Like, What? Yeah, you know, if you were walking in the snow and you're getting... Uh, well, I wipe my feet. Who cares? Jesus. I am a uh, I am a shoes-in-the-house guy. Sometimes people in the service industry will come over and they have those stupid uh, 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 paper things they put over their shoes. I'm like, nah, dude, unless, if you have shit on them, maybe. Otherwise, I don't care. No. That's why God made brooms and vacuums. Don't, it's such a pain in the ass. Fuck it. In some cultures, that's like a huge insult to walk into someone's house with your shoes on. To me, uh, if I go to someone's house and they say, shoes off, I'm like, fuck you. I want to go home. I hate that. I hate having to take my shoes off at someone's house. I want to walk in. And they go, shoes off, okay. And then I take them off and I got another pair of shoes in my hand. And then I put those ones on. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah, these are my house shoes. They only see the inside of homes. It's cool. Oh, shut up. Take your shoes off. My God. All right. Sometimes people just need a hug. Audio check, video check. This cop pulls over this kid and the kid's losing his shit. So the cop rushed in to help, I guess. What? 
Well, besides just being a law enforcement officer, this deputy actually went above. He sounds like Joey Williamson, doesn't he? Well, besides just being a law enforcement officer. Yeah, he's got that uh, that palsy voice going. Well, besides just being a law enforcement officer. Let's like wrestling in Olympic sport. This deputy actually went above and beyond the call of duty. He actually just became a human and comforted this young man who we will call Joe in the body camera video. Joe? So the cops hugging a guy named Joe? Yeah, explains the rest. Wow, I, now I'm curious if it's if it's someone we know. <laughs> I lost my job for beating the shit out of a chick. <laughs> Is there anything I can do to help? Could be anybody we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> could use a hug. I'll give you a hug. <laughs> Cop goes, lucky you're not black. I'd have shot you. Seems like you got a lot going on, man. It's all right. Oh, right. uh, Jesus. Get the fuck out of here. Right after that powerful moment, they offered the young man resources to help him. The young man who... Shut up, pussy. Get your car and get your ticket. We will call Joe was going through some personal issues. A passerby saw that Joe was sitting in his car and thought he was... He used to be on the radio. Now he's a nobody. Passed out, but he wasn't. He was just crying and having a really bad day. And I think it's safe to say that we've all had those moments in life where we've had those good days, those bad days, and days that we thought we could never get through. Deputy Thorne and Deputy Parsec of the Macomb County Sheriff's Office stayed on scene and made sure Joe was okay. He told deputies he was not suicidal and did not want to hurt himself, and both deputies comforted If I could just have a chick that I could kick her ass right now, this might be... This might work out! Joe for about 20 minutes. They also helped Joe in a different way, too. We got some. Could I maybe sweep the floors of the police station for a few bucks? Numbers. If you want me to get you a number, you can talk to somebody. You can just talk to them on the phone. You don't even have to go anywhere. Is it a chick? Can I punch her? Let me go. Let me go back to my car. Let me get you a number. That way, you know you have that option. Okay. And once Deputy Thorne got the phone number and resources for Joe, they hugged it out one more time. Sorry, right, man. Sorry. Right. We're sorry you lost your job for beating a chick. And if you need to talk, if you can't talk to them, you can call us. Call call, call that number, dude. I'll come out and meet you. I'll sit down and talk. Oh to you. no. Oh, don't do that. You're gonna open up a can of worms. Now it's like every time the kid takes a shit, that's too loose. He's gonna call you. <sighs> I, just, uh, I just took a shit. And, oh my god. All right. So I'll do it. All right, brother. Appreciate it. Hey, if you ever need anything, you just call, right? Well, he was he went back and tried to get his job back at a radio station, but they wouldn't let him in. And right there, you can just tell, I mean, that just goes such a long way. And if you are, you know, in a distress or you need someone to talk to, there is a number out there. And that number is 988. Yeah. Take a look at your screen. 988. That number is available 24 hours a day, seven okay. days a week, 365 days a year if you do need to talk to someone. All right. Reporting in Macomb County, I'm Peter Maxwell, 7 Action News.
Yeah, that's the way it is nowadays. Nowadays, you can't, you gotta, uh, I mean, that's become the norm. It seems like every, every news story you see, there's always a, uh, a, hey, you can call this number if you're having any problems. You know, you see some, some kids losing his mind because his order wasn't right at McDonald's. He's flipping out. So the cut, you know, Hey, you got to call this number and get your help. Brian says he reached into a cop car at the end, man, if he wasn't white, Jimmy says, imagine him and Madison dating. Hello. Yeah. Hi, Maddie. No. Six years ago. That's Madison as the wife of this guy. (laughs) Kyle says, consume an edible. You'll be laughing uncontrollably. That would definitely take the edge off. What's the number? 1-800-947-3979. He's currently suffering from from pandemic foot. Kyle says, so the lesson is, if pulled over, start crying and say you're having a bad day and threaten to hurt yourself. Well, the kid didn't threaten to hurt himself. I don't think. My God. News guy sounds like Cleveland in the early seasons of Family Guy. Or a South Park character. Uh, Kyle adds, Calvin Johnson has his own brand of pre-rolled joints. I smoked half of one on Saturday and spent six hours laughing about everything. Fuck. Jesus. That's how pot affects me, too. Now, I haven't consumed pot since about 1990. My God. And uh, and I won't. You know, that is that means I'm not sober. And, you know, kind of goes against everything I've worked for for uh, as long as I have. Yeah, I'm going to avoid that. Occasionally, people ask me, hey, man, you're going to try pot? It's legal. It's like, no, that is nothing. What are you talking about? You know I've been sober for decades. Why the fuck? What? Alcohol is legal too, you asshole. Hey, but it's not the same, man. I go, no, it absolutely is the same. For me, the fuck is wrong with you? The whole audience uh, consumes pot in one way, shape, or form. Everyone. Okay. I can't say everyone. Most of you do this. I'm not judging you, but that's the world we live in. I was walking through uh, Meyer. Tyler says he doesn't. Amanda says she doesn't. I was walking through Meyer yesterday and, uh, 
I walked by a guy. This is this is true. People who smoke, I don't know if they're aware how bad they smell. Okay? Now, when you actually smell pot, it's it's unique as it's burning. But when it gets like into the person and on their clothing, it becomes stale and fucking horrible. So there's this dude, uh, ship shopping and I, I go walking by him and I like, well, he's high right now or he just is always smoking. It just smells terrible. There have been, I'm not kidding you. I am not kidding you. If I'm driving down the road and a car passes me where they're smoking, in the car, or have just finished, that scent leaves their car and goes into my car, and I can smell it. If you think that if you're smoking in your car and there's no way that anyone can smell that, you are mistaken. Cops pull people over for that shit. It's easier to bust someone smoking in the car than drinking in the car. Uh, Kevin says, that's why edibles are the way to go. Oh, I would agree with that. Tyler says, I can't stand the stench. Dude got on a treadmill next to me at the gym last night and caused me to move five treadmills away from him. Oh, without a doubt. I would rather smell fart than pot. Amanda says, edibles taste like pot smells. Is that right? God. Uh, Corey says, I guess if you had a problem with alcohol, it wouldn't mean that you would have a problem with other stuff. Yeah, it, it's just it's just wonky and weird. Um, so it, it's different for uh, for other people. Um, like some people who drink too much can't stop drinking. So they might like consume pot. And, um, that's how they stay sober. And believe me, I'm not one to say you're doing it wrong because everybody's different. So you won't, you won't get that from me. Like I know someone personally who does that. It's Darren McCarty. And he's always like, well, whatever works for me, man, don't judge me. I'm not going, I'm not, I'm not judging you. I'm just telling you, you've, you've traded one for the other, but if you're, if that's okay for you, it is, I get you. I'm with you on that. Besides he's alive and well doing great. He'd be dead if he was still drinking that I believe. And so does, and so does he. So some of you uh, may have seen that clip of when Tom Brady retired. We're going to watch it again. It's only a minute long. Audio check, video check. And there's a reason why we're watching this. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured... I just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. 
think you only get one super emotional retirement essay and I used mine up last year so uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me my family my friends my teammates my competitors uh, I could go on forever there's too many um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream I wouldn't change a thing love you all You can see him, and you can see those buildings behind him. Why is this coming up again? Because that exact spot is where someone went and took the sand and put it in a jar. So you see a video of the sand in front of these buildings, wherever that was. Tom Brady's exact retirement spot bottled sand. Going for $15,500. This is just stupid enough to work. All you need is someone to drive up the bidding Get a little viral action on this deal. And before you know it, some rich fuck is going to drop some cheddar on this. I don't even think this is a bid. This is just, it's just the cost. This person writes, hear me out, everybody. Tom Brady exhaled with another post, exhaled this air at halftime of his second to last game. Don't ask me how I got it. Just know it's here. Bidding starts at $750,000. Okay, now probably no one's going to bid on this, but I can't rule it out. I can't rule it out. Blue State Rob says it's much cheaper to fly there. Go there, buy a jar, and get the sand yourself. I didn't even think of that. That's a great point. Much cheaper. Chris says if someone buys that, they should have all of their money seized. Oh, my God. Then Sam says, um, open that link. Should I? I don't know. Um. Anyway, looking back on Tom Brady. Um, the man, I think it's a little it's a little weird that this last year was a disaster. Does that tarnish what he's accomplished? I think a little bit right now. But people will forget that Brady and the Bucks were kind of, I mean, they made the playoffs, but they were kind of a pile of shit this year. Uh, if at the end of the day he went one year too long, then whatever. Um, I wonder if the one more year of football didn't happen, would they still be married in the future? Tom, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen, or was that actually the straw that 
broke the camel's back. And does he still love her? He can't, right? Uh, I've been seeing stories about uh, his girlfriend, but I don't think it is his girlfriend. It's his admirer. And that is uh, Veronica Rajic, who, wow. If you're Giselle, who's, I don't know, about 50 years old, and uh, this chick is madly in love with him, Veronica Rajic is 26, and this is true. She keeps getting kicked off of Instagram because Instagram thinks it's a fake account because she's so attractive. They're like, no one can possibly be that attractive. Oh my God. She's the type of attractive that I don't even like to look at her because it makes me feel like a fucking creep because I'm old as fuck. In fact, I can't even handle this. Fuck her. You can fuck off. You are so hot. Fuck you. That is terrible. That's the type of chick that if she happened to be at the YMCA, I'm like, well, I just have to leave. I can't be here. It's too ridiculous. You're too attractive. You're so you're so attractive. It angers me. Jesus. Incredible. And if you're him, I mean, I don't know if they're dating. I, I, I mean, we'd probably know about it. They haven't come out if that is the case. Kyle says, I'm going to check her out and not understand anything you are saying. Now, Kyle, she has the type of beauty because sometimes every once in a while, someone will come around. Even though you may not be attracted to that gender, it's still like so beautiful. Like every time I see Elvis Presley, black leather suit Elvis Presley, or Austin Butler as Elvis Presley, or in some cases, George Clooney or Brad Pitt. I'm like, those are super beautiful people, unbelievably attractive, who I might suck dick because they're so attractive. And I'm not gay. Henry Cavill, another great example. You as a gay man, Kyle Ryan, may be, like, in that situation right now. You, being gay, because she's so attractive, might actually, if presented with the opportunity, put your mouth on that muff. True or not true, I need to know from you, as a gay man, that's how stunning she is. She defeats gay the same way those men could actually possibly make me gay 
that chick could make you not gay. The power to make or break gay is what I'm talking about here. What a force of nature. Maureen says, nope, Kyle would not do that. Well, we would need Kyle. Let's not answer for Kyle, Maureen. Kyle's a big boy. He can answer for himself. Chris says, someone, somewhere, uh, referring to Veronica, what's her face? Rajik. Someone, somewhere is sick of putting up with her shit. You know, that's probably true. That is probably true. Ryan says, Kyle's lost in her images. We've lost Kyle. Kyle? now says yes when I notice that she does not have a crank I would turn and walk away so you're suggesting that if she actually had a penis that would make this the perfect individual for you I get you I feel you staying true to your gay and that's good you gotta be true and I appreciate and applaud that you are to be respected Some people, some men are just grossed out by that. And, you know, I don't blame them. It looks weird. It looks like some strange uh, mollusk. It looks like something that should be clinging to the side of a fucking boat uh, in some shitty lake with a couple of dudes fishing for walleye on it. I'm with you. Anyway, that's what's up with Tom Brady. Retirement sand. How stupid. Uh, If you are thinking about and you always wanted an in-ground pool in your backyard and you live in West Michigan, listen to me. If you try to get an in-ground pool in your backyard right now at any other place that is not named Jenison Pool and Spa Depot. It will take two years. That's how long of a waiting period it is right now. Thank you, pandemic. However, Jeremy out the door at Jenison Pool and Spa Depot just added two crews to his team that will be installing 16 pools this summer. Call now and become one of those. If you've always wanted a vinyl liner in-ground pool or a fiberglass one-piece in-ground pool, this is who you're going to reach out to. 616-457-0500. for Jenison Pool and Spa Depot. When you call, you'll be scheduling your in-store consultation. You show up. They're located on Chicago Drive between 8th and 12th. Blue awning on the uh, south side of the street. 
you know, one direction. Uh, when you're going uh, west, it's on the, on the north side. When you're going east, it's on the south side. Glad I broke that down. Uh, you'll go in there, and then you're going to find out how it works. You can find out how you can pay for it, too. Or if you're cash heavy, pay cash. After you schedule your in-store consultation and Jeremy goes over how it, how it works, he's going to go to your place and scout out the property. This looks awesome. We can get started as soon as the weather warms up. Boom, you're in business all summer long. You are on the deck of your own in-ground pool. You've always wanted it. Your home is the place to be. Cocktails, tiki bar, Chicks nude, tops off, dicks swinging around, 616-457-0500. Say yes to boobs and dick, 616-457-0500, Jenison Pool and Spa Depot. In addition, when you go into the place, you'll notice it's wall-to-wall hot tubs. You always wanted a hot tub, too. Get one of those while you're at it. Get a hot tub. Uh, low end, you're going to pay about seven grand. High end. Thousands more. You can wow, you can really spend some cheddar on a hot tub. My God, these are going to install it for you too uh, as well. Sales and service of hot tubs at Jenison Pool and Spa Depot. Tons of uh, different varieties, in-store selection. Also, if you have a pool and a hot tub already or a hot tub already, sales and service. Uh, Jeremy out the door is an expert. 616-457-0500. He's been doing it for 25 years. And... The uh, property at Jenison Pool and Spa Depot in the store, all of the pool supplies and hot tub supplies you could ever need, ever. 616-457-0500, Jenison Pool and Spa Depot call today. Hello, Blue Frost IT. My God. If you have any tech uh, support issues, you're like, my God, I need a team and uh, boots on the ground in case things go south. Reach out to Blue Frost IT. They can be your managed IT service provider, not in-house, but still. They can remote in, take care of any problem, troubleshooting. If not, they'll come to where you are in West Michigan. 616-200-8550, the managed IT service provider for this show, and I want them to be in the same capacity for you. So if you got a business like at Bosco's, I was just telling Doug, I was like, dude, do you have an IT service provider? No, we had a guy, but he sucked. Yeah, um, you need Blue Frost. Ah, so I'm leaning on him about that. 616-285-50. All right. We are covering ground today. So some of you may remember way back when the podcast started. Uh, Tommy Brand. Tommy Brands version of Brands on division in and Wyoming I guess was one of the sponsors. Tommy gave me that nice flag, that American flag that uh hung over the state capitol. Nice guy came in here, visited and uh we did a uh, podcast together because back then uh, I would actually have people come to the house to be part of the podcast. Tommy was great. And uh, also, he was in uh, state government, too. 
Uh, I don't think he is now. I think he's just focusing on running the restaurant. Well, the other day, there was an incident at the restaurant, and Tommy works every day there. I mean, he he works his ass off. And uh, it was kind of a different day because, uh, you know, there's not supposed to be uh, a stabbing Story unfolded that a guy was like attacked. Some dude was stabbed multiple times. He's bleeding out all over the place inside of the restaurant. And uh, poor Tommy, you know, the story broke that someone was stabbed inside of Brands. And uh, when they're talking to Tommy, he's uh, it's tricky because that's your livelihood. Someone gets stabbed there. I mean, this is kind of in the ghetto. So. He's like, man, I, I'm so sad, and I just hope he's okay, but uh, this is a safe place. you got to come here. Gotta check out our lunch specials. Uh, oh, my God, our salad bar is so good. We just cleaned the blood off. You know, he, he's, he's trying to do damage control because I don't know about you, but if I find out that somebody got slashed uh, multiple times, you know, I... A little weird. You might want it. It might take a little bit of time before I'd go back. Blue State Rob writes, "Hey, hey, hey! That's not blood. <laughs> That's steak juice." Josh says, "Well, I guess we have to take the kebabs off the menu." So a little time has passed, and Tommy's like, "Oh, thank God! Okay." Get back to business as usual. And then a local TV station interviews the dude who got slashed. So if you're Tommy, you're like, ah, fuck, come on, man, Jesus. Audio check. Three is recovering after being stabbed seven times inside Brand Steakhouse in Wyoming last week. He's gone through multiple surgeries and now fears that he'll be disabled for the rest of his life. News 8's Byron Tollefson sat down with him today. He joins us now with an interview you'll only see on 8. Byron? 34-year-old Justin Towns has gone to Brand's restaurant in Wyoming for all of his life. He never imagined that his life would nearly end here. I was left there for dead at first, and if that got my, one of my buddies wouldn't have got me out of there, I was going to die in Brand's. The night of January 31st, Justin Towns says two men whom he didn't recognize approached him at the bar. One of them stabbed him seven times, twice deep in his right arm, twice on his back, twice on his face, and once on his head. If it wasn't for people throwing chairs to get those people off me and get them out of there, they would have kept stabbing me. As his friend dragged him to his car to rush him to the hospital, his blood poured onto the parking lot and he passed out. He woke up in the hospital the next morning with tubes going through his body, wondering. I can't believe I'm alive. What happened to me? What was going on? Doctors said he was lucky that he got to the hospital when he did. They said if I wasn't there in five minutes less or more, I would have been dead. I bled out so much blood. They gave me so much blood at the hospital. It was a shame. Towns went. I need to pause this because... uh, while I was watching it, I started to get like uh, that that like tingling feeling in my hand 
because recently, you know, since I passed out at the hospital after the chainsaw incident, fuck, now I get queasy and then I could pass out again. So while watching this, seeing the close-ups of the arm with juice coming out of the guy's arm, that's, that's messing me up. So I think enough time has passed. Hang on. All right. Audio check, video check. And through two arm surgeries, he has staples in his back, arm, and head that won't come out for weeks. He will need extensive physical therapy. Right now, I can't feel four of my fingers on my right arm. And it's numb. I can move them a little bit, but it's, everything is numb over there. Oh. I have three kids, two, four, and six. And now I might be disabled for the rest of my life and not be able, not, not be able to even pick my two-year-old or be able to do anything with him. Oh, shit. It hurts. Ah, uh, you'll be fine. It's just a couple of fingers. The NFK can survive. So can you. You'll be fine. Active dad. I might not even be able to work anymore. Uh, enough. No more what ifs. Let's not worry about that. Let's just get through today. Okay. Poor guy. Police said there was a fight inside the restaurant before the stabbing. Officers found a person of interest, a 54 year old man nearby and detained him for questioning. No one has been charged. Wyoming police are expected to send the case to the prosecutor's office this week. So these are injuries I will see Ugh. and have my whole life. And every time I look at them, I'm not going to be, be, I'm not going to forget what happened at Brands that night. He's asking any witnesses or anyone with information on the stabbing to come forward, saying that someone knows something. Hmm. Back to you. All right. So, oops. So unsolved and fucked up. My God. Um, Blue State Rob says, when did Mike Schmidt show up at his house? Good God. Jesus. And then there's Tommy. I wonder if he can possibly uh, sue Tommy. I don't know how. But hopefully they, uh, they got the guy. They haven't made an arrest, but that is just so fucked up. Sam writes, last week in Vegas, I walked into a gas station. On my way in, I noticed a guy sitting down outside the gas station with his pants down, holding his leg. There's a couple security guards around. And when I was checking out the clerk with the clerk, I said, so, uh, the clerk said, sorry about that guy out there. He just got shot. As I was walking back to my hotel, I heard the ambulances screaming into the gas station. What the fuck? If you can call random gas stations, might as well call Tommy. See if he saw the gore. No, I don't want to surprise Tommy with a phone call to see if he saw the gore. Kyle says he used to go to that brands every Friday for steak and potato. Will you still go? My God. Amanda says, awesome. Just down the street from my parents. I wonder if, uh, cause they talked about there was a fight beforehand. I wonder if the dude who got stabbed, he had to have been involved in the fight, right? Jesus, I cannot imagine that. 
The guy is so lucky. Holy shit. Speaking of fights, if you're a fan of Pink Floyd, the band Pink Floyd, one of the greatest who've ever done it. Uh, my God, I just saw this article pop up. That um, the feud between Roger Waters, founding member, it, member and David Gilmore, founding member, I believe he's a founding member, uh, is is real. Oh, shit. The fucking Daily Beast. They allow you to look at it once. And then if you look at it again, it's like locked. Oh, good. I got it to unlock. Thank God. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. It's just locked. Well, anyway. Maybe I can find it in another source. Because David Gilmore's wife dropped the hammer. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. We got it. Which, by the way, when it comes to Pink Floyd, my favorite Pink Floyd is Roger Waters' Pink Floyd. But if you've ever thought for a second, hey, uh, I wonder if the band's ever going to get back together, uh, Gilmore and Waters. Never. Never, ever, ever. The wife of David Gilmore is a lady named Polly Sampson. She lashed out at Waters because, as she says, his views on Jews... And for being a supporter of Putin. Polly Sampson uh, made her comments in a uh, German publication. Sampson's daughter-in-law is Ukrainian, tweeted out, Sadly, Roger Waters, you are anti-Semitic. To your rotten core, you are also a Putin apologist and a lying, thieving, hypocritical, tax-avoiding, lip-sinking, misogynistic, sick-with-envy, megalomaniac. Enough of your nonsense. Now, as far as... uh, Sentences that just devastate. That might be it. She she started with an anti-Semite. And then the encore was Putin apologist, lying, thieving, hypocritical, tax-avoiding, lip-syncing, misogynistic, sick with envy, megalomaniac. The lip-syncing is the most is the biggest insult there. It must be true. Because if it's not, you're looking at an incredible lawsuit for libel. Libel's the printed form, right? Because it was tweeted. Or is that slander? I get them mixed up. Either way, they're both terrible. 
Waters responded. He tweeted, the truth will set us free in all caps. And then he wrote against the backdrop of this outrageous and despicable smear campaign by the Israeli lobby to denounce me as an anti-Semite, which I am not, never have been, and never will be. While talking to the same publication, um, I take it back. Uh, I guess Waters talked to the German publication and Samson just tweeted out her response. Anyway, while talking to the German publication, which is called the Berliner Zeitung, which sounds a lot like my real last name, uh, Waters justified Russia's invasion invasion against Ukraine. Setting Putin launched what he calls a special military operation. He launched it on the basis of reasons that, if I understood them well, are one, we want to stop the poten- the potential genocide of the Russian-speaking population of the Donbass, and we want to fight Nazism in Ukraine. He went on to say there is a teenage Ukrainian girl, Alina, with whom I exchanged long letters. I hear you. I understand your pain. She understood. She answered me, thanked me, but stressed. I'm sure you're wrong about one thing though. I am 200% certain there are no Nazis in Ukraine. I replied again. I'm sorry, Alina, but you are wrong about that. How can you live in Ukraine and not know? So he believes that he believes that there's Nazis in Ukraine. That's part of the problem. So that is what caused Gilmore's wife to go after Waters. I might add that not a lot of people know this, but uh, Gilmore's wife, Polly Sampson, she is the principal songwriter of Pink Floyd songs. And that is true. She's a wonderful writer. If Pink, uh, when it comes to, uh, she like influences her husband says, hey, I wrote this. What do you think about this? He's like, oh yeah, great. Let's make a song. There you go. You know who used to be the principal songwriter for Pink Floyd? Roger Waters. (laughs) Oh, my God. So this is fucking intense. I love it. Jesus. Libel is print. Slander is spoken. Incredible. All right. Moving on. Hello to my friends at Sarah Honda Granville. If you're in the market for a brand new Honda, think about Sarah Honda Granville. They are the number one Honda volume dealer in the entire state of Michigan. Now, there are hundreds of dealerships. Number one. Sarah Honda Granville. A lot of that has to do with return customers. They've done so well for themselves over the years that people come back. The cars are great. They last forever. The uh, level of uh, uh, support that they have from the staff makes this 
a fantastic process, as great as it can be. You know, that's a big purchase. You don't want any stress. You don't want anybody uh, doing you dirty. Sarah Honda Granville, they excel at an unbelievable level of service and support. Their website is sarahondagranville.com, S-E-R-R-A, hondagranville.com. They're on Kanawha Avenue, just north of 44th Street in Granville. The Honda Pilot is what they're going ham on right now. You can test drive the brand new 2023, totally re-envisioned, reimagined 2023 Honda Pilot. Great vehicle. Check it out. You can do just about anything in that thing. Test drive one today. Mention my name when you do it. You're not in the market for a brand new vehicle. Go check out the rows and rows of certified pre-owned cars. Michigan's largest certified pre-owned dealership selection in the entire state of Michigan is at Sarah Honda Granville. Don't just take my word for it, though. Go in there and check them out. They're awesome. Hello to our pal, the Tax Hobbit, who is now one month, seven days into his ad campaign. Make this man's phone ring. Don't do your taxes on your own. Don't use your stupid program. Don't waste all your time plugging numbers in just to realize that you did half the shit wrong and you don't know the tax law. Have Troy do it for you. Troy Ginzer, Tag Accounting, West Michigan, but he can do taxes for you anywhere in the United States. No matter where you are, he can help you. Step one, call today. I'm going to say it slowly so you write it down. Grab a pencil right now or open up the note taker on your phone. 616-301-9516. Nice lady named Christina will pick it up. Hello, I'm an Eric Zane Show podcast listener. I want Troy to do my taxes. And then you're off and running. Then you're out of the nest. He's doing it for you. Hello, I'm a former Zaniac. I've been being paid under the table and I deal drugs and I collect unemployment because I'm too lazy to get a job. Can you do my taxes? 616-301-9516. I got to go potty. You got to stay there. I will be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we come. Walking down the street. We get the funniest looks. Hey, I might be singing in a band. When I announced, uh, I posted something about that big NASCAR, not NASCAR, SRX race at Berlin, August 3rd. Uh, there's a local cover band called Pretty Cool. And uh, they said, hey, we'll be there. You should come up on stage and sing. I'm like, fuck, yes, of course. Shit, yeah, I will. I'll get my fat ass up there and I will shake the shit out of it. Oh, my God. Now I got to figure out what song to sing. Because there's very few that are in my wheelhouse. 
maybe I can uh, get with them and they can kind of like uh, analyze my voice, what level of shit that it is. All right, something low and slow you might be able to pull off. So I'm excited about that. August 3rd. You're going to want to go to that one. Hall of Fame drivers at Berlin. Cole says the Kiss song you changed the lyrics to way back in the day. Oh, my God. Detroit Rock City. Get up. Everybody's going to lose their feet. Feet. Everybody's going to move their feet. Dude. Everybody's going to beat. What is it? All the boys walking down the street. When a theme going to beat my meat. August 3rd, Berlin Raceway, SRX Racing. Hall of Fame drivers at Berlin. I didn't know you were a big racing fan, Amanda. Even if you're not, this is going to be a spectacle. Okay. Um, I talked with you on the Patreon yesterday about the 50-year uh, retrospective of hip-hop. The history of hip-hop, 50 years, celebrated at the Grammys. It's like a 14-minute thing, which was really well done. I linked it up in, uh, in on the Patreon. I'll link it up in this show, too. Let me write that down so I don't forget. Um, pretty much covered everything. Um, some amazing acts over the years. In the last 50 years, they had the old ones. Like Run DMC, LO Cool J, Grandmaster Flash. Uh, on through the 80s. And uh, they would, they had like several stages lined up, like three or four stages. Uh, and um, one act would do a couple verses really quick, boom, into the next one. It was all one big giant piece. It was sweet. So much fun. Some of the acts I didn't know, especially uh, in the most more recent years of hip hop, but it was still excellent. Absolutely cool. Ryan says it should be celebrated by uh, celebrated by smooth talk and hip hop. Easy from Warren, tension in the city of Warren. Um, but there was also some other things that happened at the Grammys <laughs> that are worth mentioning. Now, uh, Harry Styles, he won uh, Album of the Year. By the way, Beyonce won. Um, she's now the all time leading. Uh, most winner of Grammys. She, I, f- I forget, she beat out some dude from another country. Anyway, she's got like more than 31 Grammys or something. It's incredible since she started making music. But Harry Styles, uh, he won Album of the Year. And he said something that has a lot of people pissed off. Not me. In fact, I might only want to play his... Uh, play this audio check video check harry styles wins album of the year for and the grammy goes to you can read it 
Harry Styles! Is that his mom? Lizzo, the big hug. Harry's like, not so tight, woman. You got power. By the way, he's a handsome devil. That must be his mother. Shit. <laughs> he says sh- shit. shit. That's great. Man, um, I've been so, so inspired by every artist in this category with me at a lot of different times in my life. I listened to. By the way, someone, something he says in this is a problem. That everyone in this category when I'm alone and um, I think like on nights like tonight it's obviously so important for us to remember that there is no such thing as best in music um, I don't think any of us sit in the studio thinking making decisions based on what is gonna get us one of these this is really really kind I'm so so grateful I'm gonna pass it over to my collaborators who are I'm just so, uh, this doesn't happen to people like me very often, and this is so, so nice. Thank you very, very much. Okay, and where's the problem here? Something he said is a problem. Oh, my God. When I saw this, I was like, shut the fuck up. One journalist called Styles comment the most white privilegiest thing to be uttered at an award show ever for all time. It was near the end of that when he said this doesn't happen to people like me very often. Now, I guess if you put your own interpretation on it and assume you could sure create a fabricated bit of nonsense drama that you feel, whoever is saying this, people should be offended by. What a sweet speech that was. I thought that that was uh, fantastic. At no point. Should anybody hear that and say, this is white privilege. This is privilege. Uh, the side of the time singer ended a pretty standard acceptance speech by saying that this doesn't happen to people like me very often. The remark has rubbed viewers the wrong way. Considering he was up against 
Puerto Rican-born Bad Bunny and Beyonce, whose respective wins would have signified the first Spanish-language album to win the award or the first black woman to win the award since 1999. To many, a white artist winning the coveted award felt like just another instance of the Recording Academy's tendency to praise and maintain the status quo. Now, I don't know. Maybe the recording industry does do that. I don't know. Perhaps. You might be right, but I sure as fuck don't think that that speech, when he says, uh, this doesn't happen to people like me very often, has anything to do with race. Who knows? Maybe it has something to do with sexuality, uh, gender, or who knows? Uh, it's Maybe he's... Uh, Maybe bad shit happens to him. I don't know. Who who cares? Why would you read into it that something is nothing more than just a joyous, joyous moment? How can you fucking enjoy anything in the world if all you do is pick apart the things that nice people say when good things happen to them? What a fucking bit of drama over nothing. Fuck you. Oh, my God. God. Sam Sanders writes, quote, this doesn't happen to people like me. That's the quote I already read to you. Uh, uh, This person wrote, I'm trying to understand what that white boy meant by this doesn't happen to people like me. This person writes, Harry Styles saying this doesn't happen often to people like me in place where Benito might have become the uh, the Puerto Rican to win the, that album and Beyonce, the first black woman since 99, is wild. I need to him, I need him to explain what identity he was using for that speech. God, shut the fuck up. Oh. It, it, it just blows my mind. Not everything is a goddamn war. By the way, um, there's a picture and everybody that's all these people that are mocking Harry Styles. Of, uh, I'm reminded of this because Amanda just made a comment about Adele. How hot is Adele? Holy shit. What a babe. Oh my God. Uh, question one, what's her age? I need to determine if I can even do this. Uh-oh, no, I can't. She's 34. <laughs> Fuck that. Never mind. Ugly. Hater. I didn't know she was that young. Forget I said anything. Yeah, it's God. You got it. I thought, you know, she was one of those old hands who just looks good. Amanda says the album she just released was named 30 for how old she was when she wrote it. Unbelievable voice. She's just fantastic. Um, yeah, it, 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 34 is just way too young. Sorry. And then there's Chris Brown. He, uh, 
He lost. First he lost. And then uh, the guy who beat him is a guy named Robert Glasper. When Glasper was announced as the winner for his album, Black Radio 3, Chris Brown took to Instagram to ridicule the now five-time Grammy-winning pianist, songwriter, and record producer. He posted a Google screenshot of Glasper's name and wrote, Bro, who the fuck is Robert Glasper? Chris Brown's vitriol didn't stop there. He posed the question again in another Instagram post. Y'all playing. Who the fuck is this? Third time, same thing. Who the fuck is Robert Glasper? He then mockingly told his fans he's got to get his skills up and start playing the harmonica. I don't think dude is a harmonica player. I think he's a pianist. Chris Brown ended his tantrum by displaying a photo of himself playing the harmonica with the caption, new level unlocked and harmonica breezy. Twitter users were quick to pounce on him. One person bluntly wrote, what a loser. Another said nobody wanted him to win anyways. A third called out his domestic abuse, saying abusers losing will always make me laugh. A fourth person summed it up like this, calling him a crybaby. All right, yeah, you can't really outrun the domestic abuse thing. This is Robert Glasper. Nice guy, I'm sure. Amanda writes, I need to go on Adele's diet. As much, uh, damn it, I think, I mean, I think uh, because she was bigger than me at one point. You know, I applaud how open you are about that. Ryan's battling the bulge. She says, I'm down four and a half pounds in 13 days. As much as I want to go to Bosco's, I need to impress the doc in March. Oh, yeah. You don't want to go to the doc heavier than you were the year before. That's what I'm scared about. Anyway, there's more on this Chris Brown thing. After the whole sore loser thing. Then he realized he was being a total asshole. Uh, because he posted a DM apology that he sent to Glasper. So he apologized to him and then showed the world that he said sorry. I don't think he was uh, this um, apologetic when he beat the shit out of Rihanna. You know, congratulations, my brother. I would like to apologize. Listen to this apology. I would like to apologize if you took offense to my reaction at the Grammys. You see, that's not an apology. You need to say congratulations. I'm a cock. You can't say I'd like to apologize if you took offense to my reaction. Then he says, you were not the intended target. What? How could it not be? And I know I came off really rude and mean. After doing my research, I actually think you're, Y-O-U-R, amazing. 
all caps. The organization isn't doing us blacks our due diligence. Well, I don't know if you can speak for Robert Glasper. That's his fifth Grammy. I think that they are doing their diligence. They're not voting for a guy who beat the shit out of Rihanna. But then he clarifies and says, you and I should never be in the same category. Two totally different vibes and genres. So from one black man to another, congratulations. Hope you are able to feed your family for life. God bless my G. Sign, Chris Brown. Well, fuck you. And he spells diligence, D-I-L-I-G-E-N-S-E. I don't think that's correct. I might be wrong on that, but I think it's D-I-L-I-G-E-N-C-E. That is correct. No S in that, Chris, you dumb fuck. And fuck you, by the way, for beating up Rihanna. You deserve everything you get. You're never going to be able to outrun that, you fucking idiot. 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 Jesus, what's wrong with me? Back to Amanda with an insightful comment uh, about weight. She says, I spent over $10,000 to have the surgery that I fucked up. Wait a minute. I, and I do remember you telling me that. Um, did you uh, beat it? I mean, was it a one where they staple the, the stomach or is it a band? And if that's the case, um, can't it, d- does it not work anymore? A sleeve. Is it still in there? And is and if it is, is it like you 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 broke it? Is it like sitting in there like all the floppity? Oh, she says no, it still works. I just don't listen to it. Okay, so you, basically you didn't listen to it, and with the band on it, you made your tummy, your stomach. It's like a very loose vagina. Is that what you're suggesting? Wizard's sleeve, perhaps. All right. Yeah, you can get it back. You can get it back. Right? (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, we are moments away from the asshole of the day. Before we do that, though, hello to A and E, heating and cooling. Do not forget, if you ever get in any trouble, you have a source to get your problem solved quickly at a fair price. The fairest price. Uh, No salespeople coming into your home working on commission. Nope. Nothing like that. Who are trying to get you to spend more than you need to pay. uh, To buy more stuff than you actually need. Nothing like that. Just um, preventative maintenance. Solving of any problems that you might have if uh, something goes kablooey or Perhaps a brand new install. A and E heating and cooling. Go ahead and get a couple of estimates from some other jokers in town. Just make sure A and E is number three on that list. They will beat the others. If they don't tell them, they're going to beat the others. And I said so. 
616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. I love how Joe Martinez has built his business over time since he started advertising on this podcast. Things have taken off for him, and that makes me very, very proud. Well done. Thank you for believing in me, Joe. And thank you to the audience who've called upon Joe when they need this type of service. Twice a year, for sure. Furnace tune-up, AC tune-up. 616-516-8579. Meanwhile, M37 Hackers marches on. M37 Hackers Golf Simulation Headquarters in Middleville, Michigan. Worth the drive because, my God, the price is so great. An hour of simulator time, perfecting your swing during the cold winter months. 40 bucks an hour as opposed to 60 bucks an hour for X-Golf. And you're supporting an amazing Eric Zancho podcast sponsor. Get your swings in at M37 Hackers. Call them to book a uh, time, 269-205-2095. Or just search M37 Hackers online. 269-205-2095. You can also sign up for a yearly membership, get you all sorts of perks, savings, all, all over the place, enter into tournaments. Because uh, these certain these tournaments sell out, and they have purses in them uh, available, so they're going to go with the members, and that's you. So sign up to be a member, and then improve your golf game. I love the fact that you can swing, and then you see your stupid hook. You're like, ah, oh, shit, I got to correct this. So you hit the replay button, and there's a camera that's shooting an Im- has shot an image of your club face when it hits the ball and you can go, Oh, that's why I suck. Look at how I'm hitting this. Two, six, nine, two, zero, five, 20, 95. Today's asshole of the day. Yesterday it was Tennessee lawmakers trying to make it so that Super Bowl Monday, the day after the Super Bowl is a, Fucking holiday. Shut up. Today, the asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball. We're going to make it. Chris Brown, congratulations. You're still an asshole. You haven't learned anything, you entitled fucking bitch. Chris Brown, your asshole of the day on the Eric Zane Show podcast. For the dogs, for the NFK downstairs, for the queen of the forest, working with the areas, uh, I don't want to say handicapped, special ed kids in the school. For you, for Bosco's Pub, I appreciate you so much. That is my time here on the Eric St. Show podcast. I'll talk to you on the Patreon, and we have Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer trivia coming up in just a bit. Chris K. taking on Dale. Till next time, folks. Have a good one. Bye-bye.
Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu.